What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1 where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, buds? It's Navar Ball for the Air Buds. Go to manscaped.com and use code BUDS to get 20% off and free shipping. That's manscaped.com. Code BUDS, B-U-D-S, to get yourself some big baller balls, baby. Triple B's in the building, big ballers out, baby. And I holla. Bonjour and welcome to the French Airbus Podcast. I'm back to lighting joints with my stove again. And uh, that's and that I'm putting all you little weed companies on notice. Just cause you put your weed in four different containers, don't make that shit good. I'm talking to you, Pack Woods. I found more seeds in this than a goddamn uh, episode of fucking house hunters. Uh, my, my name is Jamel. I'm Peter. <laughs> my name is Mike. Happy basketball. It's very happy basketball right now. Happiest of basketball. We are barreling towards two separate basketball finals happening at once. Whoa. We got the WNBA whoa, whoa, whoa. and the NBA uh, beginning, and I'm excited for that. I hope they fuck, if they schedule WNBA games on the same night as NBA games, I will be so mad. There's no way they can do that. They can't do that. Um, but let's get some business out of the way. Uh, like you heard LeVar Ball say at the top of the podcast, go to manscaped.com and use code BUDS uh, to get 20% off and free shipping on anything you order, uh, particularly the Lawnmower 3.0, which is the best, uh, I, I don't know, what, what what do we call it? Private hair trimmer <laughs> on the market? <laughs> Me time uh, trimmer. Yeah. My- yeah. <laughs> Bathing suit area maintenance kit. Perfect. Um, go to Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Uh, it really helps us out. It helps us hack the algorithm and I guess more people can find us. I don't know if it really does do anything, but if you give us a five-star review, we will read whatever you write on the air. We got a few new uh, people clicking the buttons, but nobody wrote a review, so we don't have anything new to read this week. We appreciate your silence. Your yeah. silence is deafening. It's actually, yeah, people have been getting kind of long with those reviews, so it actually is appreciated. Um, and then if you go to patreon.com slash airbudspod, uh, you could help uh, us out by uh, giving us $5. Uh, we give you bonus episodes, bonus videos. Uh, we give you access to our Airbud Slack, uh, which is always popping off talking about basketball, especially uh, right now. Um, got some really smart basketball people in there. So it's fun. Um, There's some niggas in there really trying to get a job. 
they're really I've never played Animal more... Crossing, but it feels like a basketball version of Animal Crossing on Slack. That's good. Is that fair? Is that, does, that, does, that, does that check out anybody? I'm I've, just I've say played yes. Animal Crossing, but I, I, I don't see it, but I, I appreciate the spirit. Again, never played Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's once. cute in there. I think that's what it is. It's very cute in there. Everyone is cute. Everyone's yeah. sweet to each other. It's very friendly yeah. and soft. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, new Mix Monday. Uh, happy belated birthday to Lil Wayne. We got the Lil Wayne birthday mix coming up for you guys. Oh, is that what you did over Twitch on uh, Well, sort of. It was just like I just happened to play a Wayne verse where he said it was his birthday. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And then I, like, you know, screamed about it for a while. Really what's been going on is I bought some uh, bubbly water with caffeine in it. And <laughs> I've just been going to Coca-Cola? town. Coca-Cola? Soleil. Soleil. Soleil? Whatever. This the, whatever they got at Vaughn's, they are putting caffeine in the bubbly waters, y'all. Guys, we've got a very special guest today. Uh, she is a writer and a fact checker for The Ringer. And I have heard... Uh, that she's the best actual basketball player in the whole company. She can tell us a little bit about that. Please welcome Jordan Liggins. Hello. Hey, hello. How are you guys? Good. How are you doing? Whoa. Thank you for joining Good. us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Now, I heard um, I heard that you were the best basketball player in the company via NBA desktop. Jason called it out. Now, you played college basketball, right? Yes, I did. Now, could you take House one-on-one today? <laughs> house was not out there while we no. were. We, we yes. had open gyms once a week at the Ringer. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Last, I guess that was last year. We were trying to do it, but, you know, the pandemic that we're in. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we were having open gym, and I was the only woman out there. And, yeah, I was putting in work like I do. I believe it. I believe it because, uh, look, we have a lot of friends at the ringer, but it is also like, I don't believe anyone there has ever played high level competitive basketball. You might be the only person in the entire company. I like, I don't believe, one of, yeah. One of them. Yeah. Top three at, uh, if, if you're, if you're, if you're doing a three on three team, who are, who are you, who are you picking with you to go up against? I don't know. Hey, locked on make... sports. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, them versus Joe Budden. No, it'd be Joe Budden. It'd be Joe Budden, Rory, and Maul versus oh. Ringer Top Three. Ooh, you trying to make me have enemies <laughs> at my job? Um, Bill Simmons, of course, number one. Yeah, off top. Player Jordan coach. gets a promotion tomorrow. Yeah. I know. I know. He was saying he was going to come out there and play with us, too. Hopefully, when things open up, that can happen. Um, I would take Sean Yu. I would, okay. I would oh, bring yeah. Sean Yu as a defender slash harasser. And okay. he would get a lot of technicals, but it would be okay. Baby um, Rodman. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, an imitator. An intimidator. So, yeah, that would be good. Um. So you got you got him okay. on Joe Button, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's course. locking buttons up. Yeah. I wanna say um Jackson, who is uh one of our producers, uh he produces a podcast, Higher Learning, while I'm a fact checker on. He is a knockdown shooter. Like, you know, you always gotta have one of those. 
And it's not really about who the best players are. It's who's going to complement your game the best. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, I think I think those two would be good because. Yeah, I can I can defend. I can, you know, do a pull up. I can drive, drive and kick, get my assists up to Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're spacing things out yeah. and then we're just letting Sean run around the middle. Tasmanian devil style. Right. We'll be pretty short, but we would win because I think it would score. actually pretty much be like a two on two game um, because Sean and Joe Budden would just be in the corner fighting each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that so would be our plan. So you're yeah, taking out the tallest out. guy on the other team. Yeah, that's our plan. Mm-hmm. The reason why we would never compete in this is because we're really like three. We're like the 76ers if they were all Al Horfords. Like we'd all just be fighting over the elbow, I feel yeah. like. And we'd also all just like, be like trying to like take each other, just hand it off at the elbow and it make the other ones run around. And we're ugly Al Horfords. That man is like too pretty to like. No, get out of here. What? Y'all are one Al Horford if you put them together. I ain't no damn Al Horford. <laughs> he has the best eyelashes in the NBA. That's oh, my. Yeah. yeah. You see those coming from a mile away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, guys, let's get into some actual basketball talk. I mean, that was actual basketball talk. Let's get into yeah. some professional basketball talk. Yes, yes. Uh, Brianna Stewart led the Seattle Storm past the Lynx today, 92 to 71, to sweep them and go to the WNBA Finals. Um, is Brianna Stewart, like, on her way to becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time? Just like rings and championship wise. Yeah, because you can't really stop her. I think, you know, today really I I was rooting for the Lynx just for more basketball. Really? I just didn't want them to get swept um, so we can keep going with the WNBA playoffs. But when she's not only making all her shots, but she's driving, she's blocking, she's playing defense. She's really impossible to guard. And I think that's what is going to make her one of the best basketball players that has ever graced the WNBA. Why, she's only why like does the WNBA? Right? Yeah. 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 Why does the WNBA have so many white Kevin Durant's? <laughs> Peter, answer. <laughs> Thank you. I knew that was directed at me. I think that um well, actually I do have a question as like a, a, as a slight WNBA ignoramus like like was Duan like uh not Duana Bonner. Was Asia Wilson like that much better than her? Was, did Brianna Stewart receive MVP votes? Like every like, it just feels like it's been Brianna Stewart's. Like every time you see her play, you're just like, oh, she's clearly better than everyone. But I'm I'm naive to this, so I'm more asking than I am suggesting. Yeah, I think for this, it was the value part of the MVP award. I think when you put Asia Wilson on that team without a Liz Cambage who opted out this year without a Kelsey Plum, no one was really expecting the Aces to be the number one seed at any point of this season. For the Storm, you bring Brianna Stewart back to a Sue Bird, Joelle Lloyd, Natasha Ta- Howard, Alicia Clark. It's like, of course, she's going to be the best player on the best team, and they're just going to be amazing. But I think Asia Wilson brought a um, bigger value to that team, and she was also unstoppable on both ends of the floor. Um, she really developed her mid-range game this year as well as attacking and being a force inside. So I think Asia Wilson uh, deserved that MVP award. Brianna Stewart's a great player, but I think this year on the Aces, um, I-, I think she deserved it. Is there a sense also of like winning fatigue for Brianna Stewart in the Storm in general? Like, I mean, they're just they were just kind of expected to be this good and they were that good. 
she's already won MVP. They've already won a championship two years ago. Like, are people just forgetting? I don't know. Or does even having Sue Bird on her team, like, hurt her, like, get the credit she deserves? Not that yeah. Asia doesn't deserve credit. Right, right, right. A, yeah. I, I think she gets the credit. I think it is kind of a bit of, like, a yawn, like a snoozer that the, the Seattle is going to be in the finals again. It's kind of inevitable. But I was looking from the start of this season who was going to come into this weird bubble year, who's going to come out right out the gate. And Seattle did that. They were just in better shape than everybody else. Like, if you bring it down to just conditioning, they were killing people on that in, like, the first seven games. So I think that they just – they knew last year um, they didn't have Brianna. They, they came up short, and they were on a mission from day one. So I, I think she gets the credit. Everybody knows well, great she is. <laughs> and she is. She does play like a white Kevin Durant. That's hilarious. And so does Elena <laughs> Deladon. So yeah, that is. I'm like three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. But you you just can't stop her. Um, but I, I have the Aces beating the Connecticut Sun and taking it to five games. I, I am rooting for the Aces just because of. I just wanted a little more interesting. If Seattle was the number one seed for 90% of the season and then they won the championship, that's like a little boring. I wanted to, you know, spice it up a little bit. Yeah, the, the Sun are like, the Sun should just lose the semifinals forever. Like something about how they're <laughs> set up is just like, they're just destined to be the third best team in the league for the next 10 years. Like, Alyssa Thomas don't even got, like, shoulders for real. <laughs> she has no arms. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know who's playing point guard. I mean, I'm I'm glad DeWanna Bonner, like, you know, just kept cruising, though. So you're saying Seattle and Connecticut is the most boring final possible? Um, and also, think... are we not, like, rewarding just, like, winning? Because it feels very, like, there have clearly been teams in NBA history for years where, like, ugh, they win, but it's so boring. Like, very Spurs, very, like, uh, yeah. defense Detroit, like, just, like, annoying teams. But, I mean, it's not exciting at all that they're just so good. I'm more, I, again, more, more more asking than saying. I'm not going to say make any declarative statements while we're talking about WNBA. Everything I say, just Jesus. assume it comes with a question mark. Peter, why <laughs> whenever we do a WNBA episode, you act like you never watched a basketball game. You always be like, hey, just Jamel, we've we just... done like six WNBA episodes. And every time you be like, yeah, hey, look, I don't, I've never actually held a basketball, but <laughs> I'm just because wondering. I don't want to speak with like mega confidence when I don't like have that. Con I feel like I'm still like always playing just like WNBA catch up. Does that make sense? Is that, is yeah, that wrong to say? Fair. No, that's fair. I feel, that's fair. I feel like it's, I'm kind of have to, I mean, I'm if you're a fan of basketball in general, they're just covered less. There's just not a lot. There's not as much. Like I, I went to look for a game recap like four hours after the storm won today. And like, there still wasn't like one posted to a major site. Like, it, yeah, yeah, there's whole Indiana fever seasons missing. <laughs> <laughs> they lost the tapes. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Yeah, like 2017. <laughs> yeah. yeah Shouts out to the fever. Actually. Yeah. The fever but, um, are good. Uh, do, do, did Alicia Clark deserve defensive player of the year? Or am I just making that up? Now I sound like Peter, but I just something in my head is like seems like Alicia Clark 
maybe should have got a few more votes. Um, that's interesting. I think that she is a good defensive player. I think of her more. I mean, she's like a a, a classic three and D player, but. I my vote would have been for Alyssa Thomas because of I mean, I, yeah what am I saying how how gritty and you know we talked about it a little earlier how she's playing with two torn labrums which I tore my labrum in college that actually ended my college career from tearing my labrum so I could Oof. not imagine playing with two of them and not able to lift my arms over my head and she still should have won defensive player of the year so she's just incredible. Not to take anything away from Candace Parker, who actually won the award, um, who in her 13 years, you know, had one of her best defensive seasons of her career. But um, but does it yeah. feel like she kind of got it? Because like we can't give her MVP, so we'll give her defensive. Like because she she had a very she had a very return to like greatness season this year. I don't yeah. know because like she I don't her defense didn't stand out to me. Like she's very good, but it didn't stand out to me as like defensive player of the year. Also, I mean, never gone to a Sparks up. game and been like, check out Candace Parker's sweet defense. Yeah, like <laughs> never. It, 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 unless I'm like, yeah, it's no. This sound. I can say without That's a question mark because I've it's actually <laughs> seen multiple Candace Parker games in person. I'm gonna like, okay, you're good, but I'm not like, wow, look at that sweet D. It was I'm really sure interesting. <laughs> it was really interesting how that became the narrative right away. It was like, wow, Candace, you had a really good season, but your team let you down. So that's why you didn't get out of the single elimination game. Here's the defensive player of the year award. And that's tough. That's, that's tough. That is tough. And I love Candace Parker. I think she deserves every award she can yeah. get. So I don't yeah, want to take real it away from she, her. She gets is sorry. Derek Fisher is your coach award. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Which is just a it? statue of Matt Barnes in a car. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> mike get a get into pre-production on that I'm, please I'll, yeah on thank it. you um what kind of car should matt barnes be driving i mean oh, my mind he's driving a, like a old up civic yeah. or something yeah nah, uh, i mean yeah to whoop somebody's ass yeah maybe yeah, yeah. he is in a tercel matt barnes would drive like a rolls royce but have his like well i'm gonna use my ass beating car and he gets into like a <laughs> his saturn 98 saturn <laughs> yeah. with like a spoiler on the back yeah oh my gosh Derek Fisher. Ugh. uh well let's talk about the other series that wrapped up um Angel McCautry and the Vegas Aces forced a game five against the Sun, which will be played on Tuesday. Is that right? Yes, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who do we think is going to face uh, the Storm in the finals? Peter, you you said right before the podcast, you're wearing an Aces shirt, and then you went with a caveat, I am Aces agnostic. What does that mean? I'm, I'm probably rooting for the Aces, too, because I do also kind of find Connecticut generally boring to watch. Um, and Asia Wilson has been fun as hell as much as I was talking all that Brianna Stewart game. Uh, but yeah, it's been a good series. Like, I, I guess I'm, I'm not just like, I don't like ride for the aces. I feel like of all the LA teams, like the Dodgers and the sparks are the two that I've been kind of Bro, organically. The moment, the enjoying. moment they signed Angel McCartry, I was like, Oh, they're going to the finals. Yes. McCartry is a fucking dog, bro. Yes. And she finally showed that today. I was I was waiting for that. And in my story, um, like a preview for the playoffs, 
I said that Angel McCautry is going to be the difference maker. She's going to need to to show that veteran presence and to be able to say, like, I've been here. I She brought the Atlanta Dream, which had nobody on their team, to the finals three times. And when we talked before the season, she said, I want a couple rings on my fingers. That's why I came to Vegas. So she was determined. She dropped 30 tonight. And that's what we need from her every game. And Asia Wilson said the same thing. Yeah, record for most points in a quarter in the playoff game. Is that what she got tonight? I think it was like, what, 16 in the third? I think it was 16 it, in the third, yeah. She was unconscious. <clears throat> <laughs> like, Ten-minute yeah. quarters too, man. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she single-handedly just like shut the sun down. Like that yeah. third quarter, like the sun were like, we're not coming back for, from this. Um, yeah, she's great. Um, I, I want the, I, I'm rooting for the aces here because, um, I, I became a fan of the aces because of Liz Cambage last season. I think she's just so fun. And, uh, I mean, like she's not even the best player on her team, but she's like just exciting to watch. She's like the Joel Embiid for the aces where it's just kind of like, like you just like, I don't know. Yeah. She's so great. So it's like sad that like they might get a ring without her. Um, yeah. Does she get a ring even for that? I mean, I guess she, uh, she opted out. Does that mean she doesn't get a ring? You don't get a bubble ring, dog. <laughs> I think only reason I think she might is because it was for health reasons. So she's technically mm-hmm. still on the roster. Whereas if you were to opt out of social for social justice, then you were not on the roster. Wait, hold on. That's <laughs> so fucked up. That feels, that feels really fucked up. Hold on. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, for example, um, Natasha Cloud from the Washington Mystics, who is very vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement and, and everything like that, she opted out. And because of her reasoning, she did not get a paycheck from the Mystics. She was basically not on the team for they this season. They removed her jersey from the website. Like, yes. you can't buy her jersey right now. What? Yeah. Yes. And... You know, luckily for her, Converse signed her and paid her salary, um, paid her whole, you know, season salary. So she was still able to get paid. But a lot of players, you know, did not get that luxury if they chose to opt out for those reasons. Damn, bro, that's fucking. Are those some of the salaries that Kyrie covered? Yes, some of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He donated to that, which is amazing. See, the simple way to have done this is say it was a health problem, but being like, because I'm sick of the injustice in our country. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a good one. And then Natasha Cloud right could still here. be selling her jersey on a website. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want the, uh, I, I think the Storm will beat either one of these teams, but I think it'll be more exciting to see the Aces in there. Yeah, because if you, you know, if you think about it through the regular season, Seattle has only lost, I think they only lost three games. And the Aces were two of those games. Um, so nobody else was able to beat them. The last game, Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird didn't play. But the Aces go toe-to-toe with them. They work really well uh, against them. But Connecticut, I, I think they, they are streaky. They would have to have like a once-in-a-lifetime series in order to beat too Seattle. And I don't think that's happening. Too- too small, too light. Alyssa Thomas is is everything. But if you look at everybody else in their roster, like who's got a post presence for them? 
Right. Heidemann is a child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they're playing kids out there. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, even uh, Jasmine Thomas, you know, she's been shooting really well. And Brianne January, who are their two point guards. But the other on the other end of the court, it would be Joel Lloyd, Sue Bird, uh, uh, Jordan Canada. And, you know, going toe-to-toe with them, it's really no contest. What happened with Kelsey? Kelsey Plum got hurt, right? She, like... She, like, tore her ACL, right? Blue, yeah. Uh, Keeley's. Got it. Damn. Mm-hmm. They would have yeah. swept. They would have swept if they had her. Definitely. I don't know and they don't have the difference between any ligament. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might not have uh, De'Erica Hamby for the rest of the playoffs, too, which is... I think that's a huge question mark over just, you know, getting offensive rebounds and go, get, being in the post. That is Hamby, and that's what she does. So and Jumping in there for, like, scoring spurts. Like, she was, like, just an incredible six-man, but, like, could have been starting for almost any team in the league. Like, it's crazy that they have that coming off the bench. Um, yeah. Also, uh, one of the better uh, pro basketball players to follow on Twitter. Yes, she's yeah. great. Yeah. And her daughter is amazing. She's so, so cute. cute. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get sixth ma'am off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was a big keep, thing keep, where we had. Yeah, uh, keep our, saying. Yeah, I'm with Simone. Yeah. Simone. Six ma'am. So keep, yeah. Six year. ma'am. Okay. Six ma'am. 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 I like oh, it. Term of respect. That's good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but she is. She is. She's getting like Lou Will minutes. Where she's getting starter minutes, but she's coming off the bench and oh, yeah. and has starter production, but yeah, closer minutes, if you will. Yes, yes. Jamal, who did you pick in this series to face the storm? Oh, aces, man. All right. Yeah, let's go aces. Come on, let's go aces. This is an AC yeah. podcast now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll root for them. I mean, I think the storm are going to win, but I, I'm going to be rooting for the aces. They have my heart here. Same. Um. Guys, speaking of, of teams that have my heart, uh, the Miami Heat are going to the finals to face the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Jordan, I, you probably aren't aware. I'm a Sixers fan. I'm from Philadelphia. Um, and so I, when the, the Celtics swept the Sixers, I took it personally. And so now <laughs> I'm so happy uh, that the Heat beat them. Jimmy Butler was already one of my favorite players because I was so mad that, that, that the Sixers let him go. Um, and so, yeah, I want Jimmy Butler to be happy. I'm happy for him. Um, but you're a Lakers fan. I am. Um, what do you think is going to happen in this series? I also love Jimmy Buckets, too. So this is tough for me. Um, I think I'm so happy for him that he found his perfect team. I think oh, yeah. this team just suits him so well. And Sorry to your Sixers, but I think this, this fits him so much better. Um, well, they, they, if in an ideal world, the Sixers would have fired Brett Brown last year, uh, not have signed Jimmy Al Butler sh- and Tobias. <laughs> Jimmy Butler yeah. should use his friends and family passes to invite the GMs of the Wolves, the Bulls, and Elton Brand just to that sit courtside to watch him. Be like, this could have been you if you guys weren't trash. Oh you all gosh. weren't trash organizations. I that really is- hope he does that. <laughs> But hold up. See, this here's the thing. Here's the thing, thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, 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 thing. Yes, Jimmy Butler's very special. But the Heat as a whole are perfectly put together. Jimmy couldn't just like decide not to score for three quarters with the Sixers. 
He doesn't try to score for three fucking quarters. Well, when Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo can just pop off for 30, like they are the most balanced and the deepest team left. And it feels like it's really LeBron's LeBroniness versus like the Heat's just like teamness, basically. It's really feels Did like you know some the kind Lakers of... have Anthony Davis. Yeah. That? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. But like also yeah. like Anthony Davis, like in multiple games that they won, it'd be like four minutes to go in the third quarter and the announcer would be like, oh, Anthony Davis just got his first rebound. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I know. I don't know. It's not acceptable. What is up with that? Yeah. Like, how are you one of the biggest people on the floor? And I'm a Lakers fan. Like, this is I, I'm rooting for him, but I don't understand it. And I think that's my thing with playing the Heat. The Heat are going to play hard. They're going to be scrappy. They are going to try. And sometimes the Lakers don't try hard enough. And that's partially why I wanted to face the Heat. So when we do beat them, it's because we outworked them, because we played harder. And it won't be an asterisk next to this championship or anything like that. It would be because we deserve it. Um, But we're going to have to stop multiple players on their team and our guards are going to have to make open shots. Like, that's what it's going to come down to. And you need our Danny Greens. <laughs> yeah, our Danny, Danny Greens. Green. Yeah. Don't get me started on Danny Greens. Absolute Green. trash for like 95% of the bubble. I was about uh, to say, you need Kyle Kuzma yeah. to be second round Kyle Kuzma if you want a shot. You need Alex Not Caruso. Carl to... Kuzma, yeah. Yeah. Nah, nah, yeah don't be, don't be real... Western Conference Finals Carl Kuzma. <laughs> second round Kyle. What they got to do is not play Dwight at all. I think Dwight was the perfect matchup for Jokic, just the contrast and energy, but Bam is ready for all that little dumb bubble Dwight nonsense. He's not having it. I disagree. I was just saying who the matchups would be, and I think Dwight would go up against Bam. I feel like it can't be AD. AD is made of glass. He can't (laughs) go up against Bam. (laughs) I think... I think throwing Dwight on Bam, I think Bam would just run him off. Like I, I mean, they're yeah. gonna try. They're, it's gonna happen. Well, yeah, you know, it's gonna happen here or there. But I don't think that's like your primary option. I just don't think Dwight is fast enough to like to handle a drive from Bam anymore. And then you see Bam today, who's like point guard Bam, and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that kind of changes things. Where did that come from? So, <laughs> see, and if and if Bam's gonna be trying to do that, you got AD's got to step up. Yeah, you guys, come on, this oh. is your time to shine. But right also there. the fifth seat, like the fifth and sixth best player for the Lakers are like Rondo and like Contavious Caldwell Pope, and for the Heat, it's Duncan Robinson and Goran Dragic. So like, there's such a, it's just the the, the Lakers are so much more top heavy, and it's just gonna is has LeBron saved enough of himself because he was looking tired. In a couple yeah. of those games against the Nuggets, but boy, when he turned it on, he turned it the fuck on, and it was still pretty, pretty beautiful to watch. Can Seated I ask a question? LeBron. Has Goran Dragic always been this good <laughs> as he's been in the playoffs? Like, I, he's just like a blind spot for me. I always thought he kind of sucked. Nah, man, he was just hurt a couple years back to back. Yeah, I agree. And and the Heat sucked. And the Heat generally sucked. Yeah. So but I've always been a fan of him, even when he was on Phoenix. I just like, I mean, as a point guard growing up, I've always just 
really admired that position. So I've always been a fan of him, but he is playing at a different level right now, for sure. Yeah. Jimmy got him right, man. Jimmy got him in there. They listening to George Strait together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's also something about the heat where it feels like they would just shut him down all the time if they were shitty. They'd be like, all right, we're not going to like make Gorn like go like play through this shit. We know we're not going to make the playoffs. Like they are the scene like they're just seemingly like have kind of taken over from the Spurs as the the gold standard of organizations. I was just thinking they're just like, oh come on, man. Goran, you you know what he went through in Slovenia. We ain't going we you don't have to go on this road trip, man. <laughs> just hit the beach, bro. Yeah. Relax. Do you think Goran Dragic's play has allowed him to kind of mess with Jimmy Butler, like off the court, like and make fun of him? Um, without Jimmy Butler murdering him, like he's he opened his own rival coffee shop called Little Face Coffee, <laughs> and did he really? Yeah, and he bought he bought like rival merch to like make fun of Jimmy Butler's coffee shop. Like, I feel like Jimmy Butler would would kill any lesser of a player for making fun of him like that. It's those are the Jimmy Definitely. Bucket rules. If you get buckets. You can fuck around with me. I also have a theory, too, Facts. that, like, the Heat, just as an organization, have the same kind of persona that he does, where they just don't fuck around. Like, if you are, if you are like, playing, you are, you are doing everything correctly, or you are not playing. And so it seems like Jimmy doesn't even have to, like, he doesn't have to be mad at anyone, because he knows he's getting full effort from these dudes all the time. Because so, like, Pat Riley has a loaded pistol <laughs> in the bubble. <laughs> Can you can we just admire like Pat Riley's last dance fit where he looked like a drug pin god in the all white? That was oh, just yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's how no, I always crazy. picture Pat Riley all the time. <laughs> and what is that that video of like him and Dwayne Wade in like vests with no shirt on, like doing a two step together? <laughs> Have you guys seen what? that? Yes. No, it is they, insane. It looks like there's like... so much cocaine involved. Yeah, are they dressed like they're at like an Indian wedding or something? I have no idea what it what it was. I I think it's just like Miami sleaze bag. I think maybe there's like a lot of overlap in Indian wedding and Miami sleaze bag. But uh whatever it was, it's incredible. Yeah. That's that perfect. sounds fire. <laughs> um do you guys think there's any advantage at all, any significant advantage uh, for the heat that LeBron played for Eric Spolstra for four years? No. It feels I mean, like it. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I, I know that we're going to get that storyline probably, you know, through the whole series, yeah. which I'm, I'm, I'd rather have that storyline than the Celtics versus Lakers storyline, honestly. That storyline so, came up uh, during the uh, Eastern Conference champion trophy presentation. The um, They asked Eric Spolstra about like playing against LeBron, and he literally is like, it's a good story, but we just want to enjoy this moment right now, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, geez. I do think there's something about, like, you know, it's not like they don't know what the fuck the other team's going to do at this point. You know what the fucking offense they run. You know the the players and what they're capable of. So it doesn't feel like there's anything like literally the only thing that's similar is the fact that somehow Adonis Haslam is still on the Miami Heat and dresses for every game. But like other than that, like there's really no similarity to what's going to happen. And it's really then just becomes a game of adjustments. How crazy would it be if Adonis Haslam, who's only played 
four games this whole year. Just comes out, guards LeBron, just boxing one on LeBron <laughs> the whole season. <laughs> I just see it as being like very dramatic. Wild. Where he's like, the heat are that down, so like tight. the heat are down, like two, like at the, at the end of the first game. And Udonis like goes to Spo and is like, Coach, you have to put me in. I know. And him. He know he, I know he how to gets, guard him. He gets to yeah. keep his warm ups on. And then he, he ain't yeah. even in his. Yeah. So imagine him going out and immediately like shattering his femur it's, because I, he's like 79 like the, years old. Yeah, it made me think of the South Park episodes where their knees just like explode on contact. It's just like. It would be. Yeah. Uh, is it cheaper know, to keep uh, him as a as a player? Like, why isn't he just a coach? I'm like, I think they brought him because um, he, at his age, he's especially uh, uh, risky for COVID, and so they brought him to the bubble because it's safer <laughs> for him there <laughs> than out in the world. Well, we actually just ran on the ringer um, a very, or I think. It might be a spoiler. We are going to run a very long feature on Udonis Haslam that I was fact-checking. And Eric Spolstra basically said he has a contract for life. Like, he is going to be a Miami Heat player forever. Yes. Just because yes. he is was born in Miami, went to Florida, has been a part of the Heat. Like, he is just a part of that franchise forever. He has, he has hailed weed and guns for Pat Riley. That is confirmed. That is confirmed. He is Pat Riley's holster for the gun. <laughs> kidding? He oh, runs the sprints yes. behind Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, just like pointing a gun at them and like chasing them <laughs> down the floor. Pass burner to Tata. Yeah, man. It's serious. I know this, though. I know Kyle. Yeah, Kuzma better ball or they ain't going to let him in One Oak. Is One Oak a club still? If he gets <laughs> – if, if Tyler – Hero out hoops Kyle Kuzma in these here finals. That boy's life is done in this city. He's gonna have to move to Encino. I do have bad news. Uh, I'm ninety percent sure that one oak closed during the pandemic. <laughs> oh no! Oh, so oh, a lot of players are gonna have to find a new home. Um, damn. damn! I'm yeah. more interested in who's gonna have the best Instagram captions between them. Like I think you just clear the court and you just have Tyler Hero and Kyle Kuzma just go off an Instagram caption battle and that's that's yeah. what I want to see and let me be clear a lot of hoopers live in Encino I mean he's gonna have to hang out in Encino I don't think everybody, <laughs> I don't think everybody's doing both right. not letting gonna... him into like LA County you're saying yeah basically yeah no he's gonna have to go clubbing at the boiling crab like in a strip mall in Encino <laughs> it's not as not as cool as one oak not even close. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think if Kuz does not show up in these finals, uh, he's gone in favor of Jeremy Grant next year. <laughs> like, I think Ooh. LeBron finds a way to ship him off, and then Jeremy Grant declines his player option with the Nuggets and signs with the Lakers. Whoa. I think wow. he proved, it, he's just like a it, better Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> if, if I'm Jeremy Grant... I'm not moving because Paul Millsap is on the last year of his deal. Yeah, he's gone. I'm out playing my deal. I could get a bag here. If you leave, LeBron could ruin your life. <laughs> and he, yeah, he just wouldn't. I don't think he would make as much money on the Lakers, but they would win. So. And. Yeah, that's true. Didn't his Earth? dad finish his career on the Lakers? 
early 2021 probably yeah western conference yeah. finals golden state uncle. and denver uncle. is that crazy i'm sorry say that again peter 2021 western conference finals golden state versus denver who turn says your no? zoom off peter no <laughs> i don't know if you're getting no. back I don't know. The Warriors got three, dog. The Warriors have three. They don't need any more. Listen, you're, I, you, you think you're telling me? How many times have I wished literal injury and death on every person on the Warriors over the last four you years? You did. The first Dozens two years of, of times. the show. Yeah, you did. Yeah, That's it got true. kind of dark. Yeah. Not apologizing <laughs> still. You know what? Born and raised from the 216. Whatever. But still... When they have you, mean, I guess you, it's spoke, possible. you spoke Steph Curry's injury into existence yeah, on you're our welcome. podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Listen, I am a normal, rational person, except for that. We all have our flaws, okay? Sure. The, the Cavs won a championship. I know they could have won more. They could have they could they should have gotten at least one more. That wasn't his fault though. That was the Celtics' fault for ripping Kevin Love's arm apart. Yeah, Kelly yeah. Olynyk actually on the heat. On the heat, payback, hey baby. Heat. Yeah. Oh Whoa. no. Can we take ten minutes to just talk about how the Celtics should be abolished? Please, go on. <laughs> Let's just, nah, man. I just, I'm just glad they lost. But I mean, I would have been happy to see them lose in the finals. I just need to see the Celtics lose at some level of playoff action. And I need to see Danny Ainge disappointed, looking dumb. I have still not been proven wrong. And as a, uh, a recovering Cavs fan, like oh. I always want Marcus Smart shooting. I always like. There's never to me a part of the equation of the Celtics advancing to the finals where Marcus Smart is like, don't worry, guys. I'm going to just jack up this 30-footer with three minutes left. I got this. That to me is a recipe for them catching an L every single time. I checked the box score at some point, like in the middle of like maybe the third quarter or whatever. And uh, I think Marcus Smart at that point had attempted like 13 field goals and Jalen Brown had attempted like six or seven. And it's like, yeah. you just don't want that for for that team ever. I don't know what his plan was. Like he was just like in his mind, like I'm taking over. But I, I love Marcus Smart as a defender, as a hustler. Like yeah. sometimes you just got to stay in your lane. Play a role. Absolutely. I would say Kemba was a little bit more of the uh, the missing link. Yeah. I don't say weak. I mean, he was there. He had a couple good games, but it just wasn't enough. Damn it. We forget also, like, this is, like, his first ever playoff run. Like, this is, like, a, like even though he's, like, almost 30, like, this is, like, a brand new experience for him. Yeah. I almost forgot that it's his... Yeah, his first year. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It's like, wow, I miss watching Kimba because nobody watches Hornets games at all ever. So yeah. I was happy for him, but he was a ghost a couple of those games. Um, I would have liked to see him step up more. Uh, here's my Kimba Walker impression uh, after his first playoff appearance. Ah, uh, damn, word is born, son. This shit is is different, B. <laughs> That's that wasn't Kemba Walker. Listeners, that wasn't Kemba Walker that just <laughs> Zoom bombed us. That was Jamel himself. Guys, can I see a question? 
Do you think Gordon Hayward <laughs> didn't play so well tonight because he had just read the news about Donald Trump only paying seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes right before the game started? Yes. I can't so, stand Gordon Hayward. It's so Same. satisfying to watch him be irrelevant in playoff basketball games. It's so enjoyable. Yes. What a trash Absolutely. pickup for them. And I know he tragically broke his ankle, but also like, not sorry. He's Goodbye. the perfect like he's the perfect overvalued Celtics player. Um, yeah. He's Daniel white Tice and, and is... is decent at, at passing. Well, Daniel Tice had to pick up the slack when Gordon Hayward got injured. Like, Daniel Tice is going to yeah. be played by Ben Affleck next year. Okay. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Absolutely. It's hilarious because it's coming to theaters this fall. It's like. It's very true. God. There's going to, yeah, Ben Affleck is producing a movie about the bubble, but from Daniel Tice's perspective. <laughs> Fighting for playing time against all of his black teammates who are all-stars. Yeah. And it's still and it's still like 15 minutes of him drinking beers in the shower. <laughs> it, like it, When Marcus Smart has 17 shots in the third quarter and Bam is like, 11 for 15 for 33 points it's like come on man you got to take a long like brad stevens if you're such a super duper coach like please coach him to pass i don't know why they took grant williams out they had this they they had the heat figured out and then brad stevens was like all right let me get my starters back in it's like no this is it but we don't got no more games i love grant williams i loved watching him in college and I think that he was a great, you know, pickup for them. I don't think he, yeah, I don't think he played enough. I agree. He came in. He did not, like, seem like he was the rookie, right? He's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't. He did not play like a rookie. He came in had like I feel like three times he came to a game cold and just hit a jumper right away. Played incredible defense. Was making plays. Uh, but yeah, then Brad Stevens would be like, "All right, we're back in the game. Time to put in Jalen Brown, who." Uh, for some reason, Marcus Smart won't pass the ball to. And he played his role, just like what we were saying. He did his role. He didn't try to do anything outside of of his role and his ability. And that's something that they needed, and that's something that Marcus Smart bombed at tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, it goes back to uh, an old axe that we've, we, we grind on this podcast, Jordan. Uh, Brad Stevens is overrated. He was coronated as his genius coach, when he has done nothing um, and he's gone to the conference finals this year uh, based on the talent of his young players, but has proven that he's not a great situational basketball coach. In a lot of cases, he's a great like out of timeout play runner, but that's about it. I don't I think. think he made enough adjustments. I think that's what coaching at this level is doing, because I even think, you know, for the Lakers, Frank Vogel isn't the coach. LeBron is the coach. So <laughs> it's what adjustments are you going to make? And that's why I'm so angry that Danny Green is still playing because you got to be able to make adjustments on the fly, you know, switch up your rotation, figure Who, out different lineups. Okay. Yeah. I want to say shout out to Frank Vogel though, because he just quietly did have a really good year of having them play awesome defense and did he mostly has mostly played well from like a adjustment standpoint. Who do you want Danny Green's minutes to go to? Genuinely asking. Waiters. Waiters! <laughs> Put in JR! No, I mean, I, if I'm JR on the bench, I'm like, I can miss as many shots as Danny Green is right now, who's getting yeah. 30 minutes a game. 
Um, but I, I mean, I love the lineup of Rondo, AD, LeBron, uh, Caruso, and Kuzma. I want him to do more. I feel like Kuzma can, can again, miss just as many shots as Danny Green, and I don't feel like he's shutting anybody down defensively. He did have a good game last game after I talked about him bad on desktop, but I, I still don't think he's shutting anyone down for him to be getting starter minutes. Do you think he saw a desktop? I hope so. And that's why he played better? <laughs> I hope so. All right, well, we just got to get him to listen to this episode of Air Buds. And then Danny Green, if you're listening, prove Jordan wrong again. Please. Yeah. Do something. Do better. I, I want to shoot Frank Vogel a little bail. I feel like he, yeah, I'm with you, Peter. He's having a good year. And also, this is, Le, this is the LeBron's disease. We said the same thing about Spolstra. I mean, I did. I can remember being a... Uh, uh, dude, I was making big Spolstra jokes. This was like pre-memes, but I was just like saying memes <laughs> to people. Just into your next how, telephone. Yeah. yeah. It's just, Spolstra's just like grabbing graham crackers for these niggas. He's not even t- saying anything in the huddle. It's like, no, he's quiet. He's just coached the heat for like a decade, and they are in the playoffs all the time. Longer. It's so like not- It's been like 15 years now, right? Yeah, he's been there a minute. They a few. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say Vogel is doing a good job simply because this is the first time since I can remember that like you haven't heard rumors about LeBron wanting to get a coach fired, like or wanting to replace him with someone else. Which means that he is probably a good enough coach to know that like LeBron runs the team and I'm only, I'm like I'm the queen of England here. Like I'm in, I'm in power by like by title only. Queen of England who preaches defense on a daily basis. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, our defense, fourth quarter defense has been amazing. And I I think that's what really won this Nuggets series for us, for sure. The Nuggets were so fucking fun to watch. And they really gave off some very heavy OKC 20, whatever that was, 13 vibes, 14 vibes, where you're like, oh, these guys could be around for a while. It feels like... Like Millsap being gone feels like they're not going to miss a beat. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, he hurt definitely. them in, especially in this Lakers series. Like he hurt the Nuggets. So like he just sucked. He was bad. Which is sad. I like Paul Millsap. I feel like he's quietly a guy that's like been around forever and like been like a borderline All Star, occasional All Star is like his whole career. But, he uh, had him a game. Shown his age this year. He had him one yeah, game against the Clippers in like a second, in like one of those third quarters where they stormed back. He got off like once, which was all right because one of the Morris brothers, uh, like, like, got in his face and shoved him right, and then he came back and and like scored ten points, which it which looked is great like for him. Yeah, it looked like it was going to happen uh, in Game Five against the Lakers when when Dwight Howard got in his face and then got a technical. Uh, and then the Nuggets went on that little run, and they were like, ooh, like we got another Paul Millsap, I'm angry run, but it didn't really work. Yeah. I I loved that, you know, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell battle. Like, that was so fun. I wish yeah. I, like, had that on a DVD to just, like, rewatch. That was so fun and just shows the future of the league. Should so, I make some like bootleg DVDs and like, well, barbershops aren't open, so there's no point in making <laughs> bootleg DVDs. But if barbershops were open, I could hook up some bootleg DVDs of that. 
I've got oh, a little uh, tip for you guys. It's uh, YouTube.com. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure some multiple people have put up these clip compilations. Oh, it's a website. I'm so old. What that, yeah, Google, what that is. Google owns it. It's fine. We'll talk about it later. Uh, guys, is there anything else we want to talk about before we wrap this up? Who do you got? I got Lakers and six. Uh, yeah, Lakers in five and a half games. Alex Caruso sets the league record for uh whitest free throw attempt. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> everything has changed. Uh, also, uh, someone convinces Jimmy Butler to stop doing that weird-ass deep-driving kick shit. I don't know what the end result is, but uh, Lakers. I mean, yeah, that uh, he's got the, the deepest kicks in the game. Like That man, like, he's four feet out of bounds sometimes when, before he kicks yeah, it out for the three-point line. Yeah, behind the backboard, yeah. Yeah. kicking it out. Yeah. It's like he stops mid-dunk sometimes. It's like, turn 360. Kicks it to Tyler Hero. He had that yeah, weird, who'd... that weird thing in the in, today in the game. I think they ended up calling it a jump ball, but he looked like he was going up to dunk it, and then literally decided to hand it off to to Bam, who was like next to him. And it's like, why are you? You have an open dunk. What are you doing? Literally right next to him. He just yeah. like, tried to hand it off. <laughs> Dude is weird, bro. Ooh, speaking of highlights for a highlight reel, this might not be on YouTube, but if you rewatch the uh trophy presentation yesterday there's a really funny 10 seconds of Dion waiters opening his jacket to show his chains off on tnt and then jr smith making fun of him for doing so i love that i've loved i love jr smith um on this team uh because even though he's not playing at all it's he, he hasn't stopped doing any jr smith things did you guys see in, in game four when he walked off uh, the court through the tunnel and was not wearing a shirt, and you're just like, you did not play a single second. Why are you? Yeah, not we were joking shirt? that he didn't even have yeah. on a jersey yeah. underneath. Like he just took off his warm up <laughs> shirt and it was just had nothing on. He knows he's not getting any minutes, and he's getting cheerleader of the year. Yeah, he's just working on his Instagram lives for after the game, just spazzing on Tory Lanes. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about the Tory. The Wednesday episode is oh. going to be about. The state of hip hop in the NBA. We got two videos out based on the last dance. We got J.R. Smith yelling at Tory Lanez on Instagram Live. That's enough to do 12 minutes of podcasting. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Jordan, who do you got? I got my Lakers, <laughs> of course. And I think six games it sounds, it sounds about right. They're going to get us a couple times. They're going to play that zone. We might go cold a game, but we're going to pull this out. And we're going to do it for Kobe. Amen. Bubble LeBron. Peter. We're watching it in Palm Springs. And just uh, game seven, peaking on drugs, and LeBron takes it home. I see it happening. (laughs) Should we we rent a house? Uh, I'm going to be just on all kinds of um, celebratory drugs. It's going to happen. I see it. I see it happening. Okay, so we are renting a house. We'll, We'll figure out the details. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and anyone who wants to join, well, uh, just send your negative COVID test to airboatspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, Make anything sure to quarantine four for days. two to seven days. And also, uh, a rack of ribs would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jordan, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, you, you did plug an upcoming article about Udonis Saslam, which I'm excited to read because, uh, you know, we joked about him, but he is such a, a fucking rad guy. Um, but anything else coming out on the ringer you want to um, talk about? Just look out for more coverage about the WNBA playoffs. You know, the finals, uh, they're going to be good. No matter who's in it, it's going to be good. And this whole basketball season and bubble wobble of the WNBA has been fantastic. So keep on the lookout for that. Ooh, hey, Jordan, do you know Rachel Bannon? Yep. If you have her number, if you want to just, oh. just let me know if you, <laughs> if you, if you have it. But that's for later. This podcast I, I is don't. over now. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Please. We love you guys. Bye.